Hello and welcome to the Barber's Time Podcast, the official podcast of the Chaser Stephen McGee. I'm your host, Brandon Barber. It is week one, finished up. We are going to recap and look ahead to week two. I have two special guests with me today, Garrett Breon. How you doing, Garrett? What's up, boys? Not doing too bad tonight. And I also have Dakota Kuhn. How you doing, DK? I'm doing good, good. Barber and Breon, it's nice to be on with you. And Breon, what the hell is that? I'm doing all right tonight, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my sm- it's my smooth jazz talk. What you don't like it or what? I mean, you just seemed very happy earlier when we started the podcast. You get all sad and depressed. Like, I get I get fucking nervous. All right, Stage I'm not right. I'm all not right. good at this shit, bro. Public <laughs> speaking, Garrett fucking shies away from it. We got that. All right, we're start, to my starting off hot. My fiance, that's it. <laughs> We're starting off hot today. Um, so they just kind of wanted us to heat the fire and get us going with the uh, the rankings and uh, got some fiery takes going. I, was it you that's going to start, DK? No, it's going to be Garrett that starts off our uh, first ever, I think, consensus guest rankings. These are like the composite of me and Garrett's thoughts on our teams this year. So Garrett's going to take the bottom five and then I'll take the top five. Honestly, our, our rankings were pretty similar, though. So it's, yeah, it was it was pretty easy. There's really uh, only two or three spots that were debatable, and we kind of pretty much agreed pretty easily on like just slotting them different ways to make yeah. kind of compromise. So it went pretty well. So at ten, I mean, no big fucking surprise to anyone. It's Yogi, like that's obvious. Uh, nine is Starner. We got uh, eight is Barber. Got seven is Cook, and six is Mister Brown. Yeah, and like I said, one of our big debates early was uh, Cook and Brown. Uh, I feel like uh, I had Cook a little higher, uh, Garrett Brown a little higher, but I did kind of agree Brown's team is slightly better. And honestly, a managerial skill has a big part of that as well. We just expect Brown to make better moves than Cook. Sorry, Cookie. Um, then the top that, five. Hold that real was quick. Real quick. That's, that's, also, that's also why we put Yogi at 10. I wanted to put Starner at 10 because his team is fucking trash. And will be trash for the next couple of weeks, but because of managerial skills, we put Starner out of Yogi. I also like made the statement: uh, Yogi's gonna make seven moves regardless of his record. So Garrett quickly said, "You're right." Um, so the top Brown gets that last slot in the playoffs, which is kind of no big deal at all here early on because our thoughts mean nothing. But top five, we have Matt at five, we have Kale at four, myself at three. Mr. Garrett Breon, defending champion at two, and Warner at one. God, and that, does, uh, that doesn't get old. I love when you uh, people say that. Jesus, you didn't have to add that, to Dakota. Uh, uh, you know, I gotta. I love I gotta it. Give some respect. Some. I fucking not, love don't it. Get used to it. Don't get used to it. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> so like, I had Kale a little lower than Garrett. Matt uh, Garrett also had Matt a little higher than I did. So we did some kind of shuffling in through there. But still, I think any honestly, top eight's interchangeable. It really it's, is. Starner could be up there if it wasn't for, honestly, his injuries. But Yogi, like I said, I just don't think he cares enough, truly. And his team is mediocre right now. And mediocre usually needs some work. And let's see if he puts it into it. I think we all can assume at this point that they're a long shot for the playoffs. And everyone else is kind of competing right there, though. Yes, I'd agree. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because you guys were telling me off the pod, but I think pretty much everyone is fairly even there. I mean, it's week one. Right, anything can happen in fantasy football. It, it's pretty interchangeable going into week two of who's top and who's bottom. Depth had, a, depth had a big part of it for me. Truly, I think everyone's starters 
minus the flex, I think the flex is a big actually X factor this year. I think there's some teams like especially Garrett and Warner that have really solid flex options. And I think that puts them a little bit slightly like a tier above the rest right now, but that can change very quickly as we all know. All right, so that was the first ever combined rankings between the two least likely candidates to do one. Oh, hey, <laughs> breaking borders here on the Barbage Time podcast. <laughs> Consensus, baby. <laughs> so we're going to do a recap of week one, and I'm going to preface this by saying I watched zero games on Sunday pretty much. Uh, did watch the Monday night games, but uh, I'm going to kind of leave it up to these two to kind of take it home. But uh, I'll lay it up for him. So we're going to start with Kale versus Yogi. Kale took it pretty easily, 147 to 114 for Yogi. And I think that's probably going to be the story for most people against Yogi. Uh, Dakota, what did you think of the game, though? Honestly, Kale's name's terrible. I think that first and foremost. Uh, Lamar Jackson is what we all knew he would be. Adam Thielen. I just have like a weird bias against him, maybe because I hate Kirk Cousins so much. I think Thielen's poop, but like obviously he's not. He's a stud. Lockett, never a big fan of. So Kale's team, I Lev Bell going to the IR. I don't know how his bench is to really replace that, but he has some Miles Sanders coming back, so that's actually good. Derrick Henry's a bell cow. Not sold on the rest of his team, truly. And Yogi, like I said, he has the same old people. I feel like Russell Wilson, like it's just like the same people every year. I feel like he had Cooks a couple years, Gronk, Ingram, like always with Ingram too. So I think Yogi just is uh, picking a weird hill to die on with some of these players, but it is what it is. Yeah, that Kale basically won because of garbage time. Derrick Henry didn't do shit for the first three fucking quarters last night. Adam Thielen got two touchdowns within like 10 minutes. So that's basically what... Doesn't Henry Pat, yeah, average like 10, 10 yards a carry though in the fourth quarter or something crazy like that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. But still, down. Yeah. I mean, Hayden Hurst, I don't think he should be starting for anybody. He was high on him, but that doesn't mean anything. I think a lot of people have been high on Hayden Hurst. I, I, they're always going to be throwing, though. That's the thing. Like Atlanta like, will always play from behind. They are always going to throw. All right, so what's your what's your definition of prime, like age-wise? Prime? Yeah, yeah, like a prime, prime is kind of different, though, isn't it? I don't know, but he's like, what, 29? He's been in the league like three years because he was a baseball player. Like, I don't know. He's old. I don't think he's getting any better. Let's put it that way. Buddy, we're all 29. Don't call me old. You getting better at sports, Garrett? Hell I'm yeah, not 29. I'm an athlete, I'm sure. dog. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And all right, over <laughs> under over under five and a half games for Will Fuller to get hurt. Just slightly over. Just slightly. Okay, then what would you put it at to make it more of a... I, I'd put it about seven. So five and a half is a pretty good... Pretty good spot. Yeah, start like I said, just slightly over. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Also, I don't hate Kale's team name. I sing the song every time I fucking see it. Do you know how many times I've had to try to explain it to like other people, like Matt and Starner, and then it's and, like just, I it's still just don't know hi like an old Jewish dude. No, I don't I think so. Here, here's my take on it. You ready? Here's my take on it. I could be completely wrong. Isn't it based like Lakayim? That's what he said in the group chat, right? Like Lakayim, yeah, like, Jewish, yeah. like Hebrew word. Okay. I think it's Deshaun Jackson because I got high, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. But it's like, isn't he like anti like Semite or what the fuck's the word? You know, he hates Anti Semitic, yeah. Yeah. So, like, is it like a play on like him being like racist towards Jewish people? Like, is it like, I, is that it? Yeah. Because I got like high, like I just yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> if you have to explain it and people still don't quite get it, I don't know how good it is. <laughs> I agree like, with you, I, I, Dakota. I, I, I think you have see, to be a I little higher where, level. To I see understand. where I see where your argument is coming. I, like, I just I do you think a guy like Jeremiah Starner is going to understand what I am telling him? 
No, about I don't think the guy that uses a fucking emote as a team name is going to understand that first look. I don't. I think that name is better than Kale's. I get it. <laughs> how do we? How do we actually pronounce his team name though? Dude, I told uh, he needs to get an Alabama running back and just make it real time. I think I'm going to step out on a limb here and name his team for him because he'll never give us an answer anyway. Hell on wheels. But it's a uh, tractor, isn't it? What? Isn't it a tractor? No, it's a. He, I think it's a little wheelchair. Is it? Is it? It's pretty possible. <laughs> It looks like a tractor, doesn't it? Dude, look on the phone. It's a wheelchair, bro. No, no, that, his his team name's a wheelchair. Yeah, but oh, there it is. Okay, yeah. I'm saying, where do you where do you get a where do you get a tractor from? I don't know. Oh, he I'm... just changed his team name too. Now it's a person in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. there's literally a person in that guy's not on a tractor. <laughs> so if you see like the was it like the grayish part? If you zoom out, that kind of looks like the. Glass I can see on a tractor. where you're seeing a tractor, but why the fuck would he put a tractor? That's what I was saying. <laughs> All right, well, I think we should move on. This matchup was a wash anyway. Yeah, our next matchup is going to be Brown versus Starner. Talk and, about another wash. And, yeah, we <laughs> the first two are kind of, we can just kind of walk through. It's the Here sweet. we go. Crazy, crazy style of the week. Brown, third lowest scorer, gets the biggest win. <laughs> that's so, crazy. So that's unfortunate. Got 130 over Germs, 85, almost 89, almost got to, or 86. Almost got to ninety there, Germ. Didn't play. I know a we f- talked about it off the off. Didn't the didn't play a flex for no reason. Yeah. I mean, he Can knew. We talk about that. He knew that Sutton wasn't going to be playing, but decided not to play like Taylor or Swift or someone like that. Like, I'm not. Yeah, sure. I tried to Fuck defend anybody. Him. I tried to defend him, just be like, "Oh yeah, he was a game time decision," but like, no, not really. Like, playing, I thought like he maybe just didn't have any options, but like he did. He just didn't do it. And I'm like, all right, well, he's an idiot. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, a bizarre choice. Everyone knew he was already going to be out. Play somebody. Fuck. Let's talk about Brown's team just because I do think he's a contender. Um, Dak, I'm not completely sold on. I told you guys that. Dallas is just like, honestly, they're going to feed Zeke. That's honestly the recipe, I think, for them. DeAndre, he's a fucking beast. And obviously, I have high hopes for him because I have Kyler as well. Boyd, not a fan of. Gallup's night was ruined by that offensive pass interference. Barkley's going to show up better. Carson's a stud. Kittle. What do you guys think about him? Do you think he stays healthy? I think if he is ever healthy, he's going to be great. It's just getting him healthy because he had the I same mean, injury last year, and yeah, I know he's scary. It, it yeah, took him a while to scary. get. It took him a while to get better from it too, didn't it? Last yeah. year, I don't know if he ever came back fully a hundred percent. To be honest with you, until the playoffs, really, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and like I said, John Brown, low floor, but like I said, he he's good. I mean, he can give you a twenty-five point week like it's nothing. So. You think they're going to be able to uh, to pass as much as they did in week one because they had a bunch of passes. Bills. Did. I, I do. I, I dude, have you seen their schedule? Like it's well, not I, the hardest fucking. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. Do you think Josh Allen's going to throw it 46 times? No, I watched the game and they were saying how the Jets honestly last year were a top five, I think, run defense. So I think they came into the game knowing they were going to pass. And in my opinion, I don't think Singletary or Moss are anything to truly make a game plan for i think you need to establish run to be successful but i think josh allen is going to run the show this year in buffalo i agree can't wait to see it happen i I think they're fun to watch it'll be interesting if they need to throw it that much i don't see it happening and i don't think john brown i don't think john brown needs that many passes though like i think he's fine i think Diggs is actually the one who would see well dig doesn't even really need it either because he's a big play guy too so it's like i think they'll both be fine but i definitely think that 
maybe maybe they don't throw four six times. Say, or Allen did come out and say he was focusing less on running this year, so I think he's going to be passing a lot more than he did last year. Like he's obviously still going to scramble, Vanilla Vic, but. He's going to focus less on running, but he went 14 for 57 and a touchdown. Okay. Well, because you have to. It's scrambling. <laughs> but 14 rushes a lot for any quarterback. But, <laughs> oh, my God. But, okay. Um, I mean, yeah, overall, I, I, I don't think we need to talk very much about this. I think no. one of the That's big things I think would be about, do you think Carson could have some trouble if he's only getting 21 rushes? It looks like they might actually be letting Russ cook, which I don't, I think he'll always be solid. But I think he had running back one like top ten guy, and if they're gonna throw it a bunch, maybe he's not a top ten guy. Maybe he falls well, down to like fifteen. It can kind of go either way with that, in my opinion, because Carson was kind getting great stats for a team that was known as a predominantly run team, even with not a great line. The Seahawks like to run. And I think if they pass more often, more consistently, that just opens up the box more for Carson, who has already proven he can run with a box stat. So I'm not sure which way that goes. So but even if he, he gets less carries, he does better with those carries. I think it could his stats still look the same, at least, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, he proved in week one that he's able to, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, I think Barkley, I think he, he's just had a bad week versus Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh's defense might be number one against the run this year. So, Oh, yeah, Pittsburgh's D is scary good, like very, yeah. very talented. They're fast. And honestly, their front wasn't even healthy all last year, and they were top three defense. Uh, two, it was out all year, and two, it was like the third highest rated interior defender like until his injury last year. So having him back is just like a huge like improvement as, as that is for the Pittsburgh D. And the Giants have possibly the worst – offensive line in the league as talented as Barkley is he's gonna need some blocking yeah I think yeah. they're, they're gonna need to get creative getting him the ball because if you get him in space obviously you saw what happened like he gets what wait you're asking like Jason Garrett to get creative you're asking I don't know he he did it a bit with Zeke though but then again he had the best offensive line in the country yeah, in yeah, the whole yeah, thing. You can do anything the number line. one offensive line yeah, yeah so we'll see how he does it but I, I agree maybe that I don't know. You guys were saying off offline that instead of 30s would be his peak, maybe in the 20s would be his peak. Yeah, um, I think Barkley this year, you're happy you get 20, 25 with that line, and I think it's going to be a lot dependent on his receiving. You look at his numbers last night, he's going to have more than, what, 0.5 yards of carry? I mean, that's unreal. But to expect him to be at his career average of 4.5, that's asking, I think, a lot this year. I think he's going to go around 4. I think he's going to be able to receive the ball a lot more because, I mean, it looks like – Daniel Jones, he actually looked good last night, in my opinion, against that defense. I think he looked really good, actually. Yeah. And I think that's promising for Barkley because while it's the worst offensive line, I mean, if all the pieces around the offensive line are good, I, there's still a chance that they can do some stuff. So, But mm-hmm. <laughs> the problem is that they're depending on Garrett to execute that, which he right. was, he, I think he was good as an offensive coordinator. It's just we'll have to see how he goes. I don't but. even remember. Was he an offense coordinator with the Cowboys before getting promoted? Was that what happened? Yeah, yeah he was. Okay, so. I figured because I don't remember him being elsewhere. So I was like, he had to. That was back when we were like in college or something. In my, yeah, he I, was there for like, what, 11 years, 10 years? I only remember that because my roommate in college, his aunt actually went out to dinner with Witten and Jason Garrett, like, after every game or whatever for dinner and stuff like and he said side note he told me back then he what oh sorry i mean you finish your story 
uh, yeah, Jason Garrett was like talking about how Jerry was telling him that he's probably going to be become the head coach and all of this stuff. And that so was you back had to his spider knowledge, huh? Well, I didn't know what to think of it. And he's telling me, Barb's that could have been your start, dude. <laughs> Jesus, man. Garrett, next coach for Dallas Cowboys, and like two years later, you would have blown up. <laughs> Literally That's verified great. on Twitter. But I anyway, mean, side note: you said Jason Witten, and I saw I watched the Raiders game because I had Josh Jacobs, who looks phenomenal. But inside the five yard line, I think they're on like the three or four. They designed a play for Jason Witten on an out route. Got tackled for like a one yard gain and like made no distant like separation at all. Like he's washed. Like he needs to never be on the field again. Truly, he's there for morale, and that's it. I he think he's a he's a good blocker and a leader. Fucking, he just never needs to go to a network either. Just 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 stay away. He's off. Now. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. So let's wrap that one up. We're gonna move on to my matchup against Cook. Barber's time took the L one thirty seven to Cook's one forty two. Closest game of the week, and I was telling you guys off the air, like it was basically if I got four yards from Zeke and a Deontay didn't fumble that punt return, then. I win the matchup. So it was very close. Um, Cook got the good win, though, even with the minus seven from the Minnesota D. Tip my cap to him. That was impressive. So what do you guys think of the matchup, Garrett? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 hard to sit there and have T.Y. and Cooper Cup go for 13 points combined. Uh, that, that hurts a lot. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, A.J. Brown didn't do shit. Uh Julio's Julio. Drew Brees didn't have the best fucking game. I didn't really expect Mostert to have that kind of game. Dalvin Cook is Dalvin Cook. Mark Andrews is Mark Andrews. Pretty much well, just how it runs down. Mostert had a really long receiving touchdown, right? Wrong. Yeah, it was like uh, was 75 yards or something. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. that's basically probably why he got that big of a game. Good again, good again, good again, good again. God, I hate so that. So dumb. Oh my God, when I slap <laughs> it, like... Cook, stop it. You say that again, uh, I'll fly back to PA and slap you. Um, honestly, I I like Barber's starting lineup more than Cook's, uh, but as you remember, or probably don't even remember at all, I had Cook ahead of Barber in the rankings, and that's just because of his bench. Like I said, depth played a big part of that. Kareem Hunt, he looked, honestly, in my opinion, I watched some of that Browns-Ravens game just better than Chubb. I mean, he had more opportunity, too, so who knows. And that was more of a game flow, just being passing, being down so much by the Browns. But like Cook's team, I'll name the players I like: Julio, Dalvin, Mark Andrews, and that's it. Like that, I truly love in a starting lineup. But Barber, Mahomes, I love. I don't love. It, Wait, really. you love Mahomes? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I love Zeke. I like David Johnson. I love Kelsey, and his receivers, like as a collective, are very solid. And they. If, if they have two of those three blow up in a week, Barber's going to win a lot of games. So, like I said, depth played a part in that ranking as Cooks won up on Barber. And it was a close game to show that they are pretty evenly matched. But if you look at the bench points, I think uh, Cooks' teams just has that slight edge in having those options to slot in on bye weeks and just honestly, if they have better matchups. Yeah, I know like- we talked about it in the group, me, but after all the goddamn talking he made about Cam Newton last week's pod and didn't start him. Just it just warms my heart. Time out. I have some insider information on that as well. So, <clears throat> excuse me, Mark or Matt and me were on PlayStation before the game Sunday, and uh, on a in a party, David calls him. I hear David talking. David's saying how Cam's gonna rush for eighty yards, dude. Like Cam's back. It's the Cam show, and like how he's starting him. Like me and Matt are like, dude, no fucking way he rushes for eighty fucking yards, and like <laughs> we're laughing at him, like calling him stupid. I literally looked up. 
Cam Newton's stats, and I was like, he averages like his best season like forty-seven yards a game rushing. Like he's not getting fucking eighty. Like, and then fucking end of the day, Cam had two rushing touchdowns, like seventy yards rushing. And I texted Matt. I said, we should just be quiet about this one. <laughs> but he didn't start him, so still fuck you, David. <laughs> we talked you out of it by making fun of you. <laughs> didn't help me anyway. So. Um... Yeah, either way, I think it was a close matchup. I think I'm definitely short on the bench. <laughs> I'll agree with you guys there. And like you guys were saying, like top eight outside of Starner and Yogi at this point all have a chance at playoffs. So okay. we'll see how, how the teams develop health-wise and whatnot and who picks up who. But good win for David here, getting it with the minus seven, like I said, from Minnesota. Like that, I don't know if anyone's gotten a minus seven from their defense still won. Like that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I think that's a record. So best part is it's his favorite team too. That's just a double whammy. Yeah. God, so all right, let's move on. <laughs> and we got we got Breon versus Matt here. Breon getting the big win, one sixty one to one forty two. Tough loss for Matt, putting up a good chunk of points. Um, we'll get to Dakota's matchup, but he had the same kind of matchup there. But putting up one forty and still losing sucks, especially week one. So um, what'd you think of this, Dakota? Uh, no shame in losing to the guy that I think has the deepest and best team right now. Well, actually Warner, but Bar- Garrett and Warner to me are interchangeable. You can't argue really one way or the other is right or wrong. Matt had a hell of a performance out of the guy he needed to really show it to, to kind of prove that first round pick in Hilaire. Like, I think he's every bit of a first round pick and he's going to show out this year. Juju. Bounce back, I'm telling you, he's Big Ben's guy. He's shown it even his rookie year. Like, Big Ben loves Juju. If he's in trouble, he just throws it up to him. And Juju's strong. He goes up and wins the ball a lot. Uh, DJ Moore, he'll have better weeks than this week for sure. I think just getting his feet wet with Bridgewater. It's kind of surprising. That was a high-scoring game. You would think he might have had some more catches, but just didn't happen. Robinson, what do you guys think about all the turmoil with him right now? I'm following and I'm deleting all the pictures and anything to do with the Bears from the social media. Yeah, apparently uh, he's not. He didn't ask for a trade, uh, but the, he is very unhappy. The uh, the Bears have not paid him like a top yeah. receiver. Right I think now. he's also pissed off that Trubisky is still the quarterback too. Oh, well, wouldn't yeah. you? Like fuck. Yep. Yeah. And uh, like Kenyon Drake for Matt back to his team. I I truly do think he's going to be good. Uh, his week thirteen point five. I think is a down week for him. And if you're getting thirteen point five in a down week, I mean Kyler got a hundred yards rushing. You can't have that many rushing yards going around. So. Uh, I think that's kind of what took away from his production. But he's a receiving back, too, so I think he's going to have much better weeks than this. Hunter Henry, uh, I think Gary hates to say it, but he was dropped for a reason, right? <laughs> but yeah. I think I, I like Hunter Henry personally. He's just not consistently what you want at a tight end. I think he's a good plug-and-play. Chark, I mean, Minshew Mania, man, but are the Jag- can the Jaguars consistently put up points? I'm not convinced. And then Gary, like I said, I really like your team, obviously, by the rankings. Ridley's a beast. I don't not sold on Keenan Allen just because Tyrod Taylor really doesn't do it for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Mixon is a slow starter, so you got to hope for that, right? I mean, he picked it up last year. You can only hope he does it again this year. Jones is going to get your touchdowns. Jared Cook, I mean, he's obviously why you think that trade good. So I hope you like him. Uh, Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay's injury is huge for him. Huge. So your team's getting better, in my opinion. Josh Allen, I think you ride him for honestly until you can't. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I love my team. Um, I don't know if I would trade, or I mean, I don't know if I would change anything other than maybe sitting out Allen every other game or something like that. 
But going back to Matt's team with Hunter Henry, that was definitely just a drop to play against me, hundred percent. Like, why? It's just it, it's baffling to me why you dropped Noah Fant for Hunter. It's funny. Henry it's funny his me. his tight end conundrum has been like what a year and now a week. <laughs> it seems yeah. it's just been a never ending like fucking carousel in his head to figure out his tight end position. And the one he dropped is the one that had the best week. So it's kind of been his luck with tight ends. And so we talked about it a little bit previously before the pod, just to give you a heads up, but we're going to do it now live. Garrett, if <laughs> Warner sent you tonight and you woke up with a trade, Amari Cooper for Chris Godwin, would you take it? You know, I was thinking about it and I would. So, okay. Now I will retract my previous statement of it's a terrible trade I don't think it's that bad of a trade. I think it's all based on the premise of a very terrible pick. Can we agree on that? Now, which pick? The pick where you literally decided Nick Chubb was the better player than Aaron. I'm not calling. I'm not giving you your satisfaction. I'm not calling that a bad pick. That is asinine. He told me earlier that he took the what was the word you said? Calculated risk. Calculated risk at Aaron Jones because the rest of the league hates him, which no one hates him. They just give you a hard time. Would make back all the I way was, to the I last was, pick of the third fucking round. I was that drunk. is what he told me. I was I like, was, Garrett. oh god. I said, Garrett. Six hours later, you literally just showed your true feelings that Aaron Jones was better than Nick Chubb, and Aaron you Jones fucked up pick eleven. Nick Chubb. So you fucked up pick eleven. Thank you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't say that. Those words and never came out. All right. If you don't want to flat out say it, we all can read the the <laughs> writing on the wall. So we're gonna move on here. Let's go to the next matchup. All right, so the last matchup of the week is DK versus Warner. Warner getting the big win. Tough loss for Dakota, putting up 145 points in the loss. Uh, Warner just a bit stronger with 159. Big game from Rodgers here. Um, how about it, Garrett? Yeah, I uh, I like both of these teams. Like That's why they're top three to four, in my opinion. Uh, love them both. The only thing I don't like about Coon's team is OBJ. You, you expect OBJ to do something. I have personally never liked OBJ, even when he was a 1,000-yard receiver. I just I, – I can't – I just do not like OBJ. Never I mean, have. you're not wrong in saying OBJ is only who he is because of his name and, like, who he is based on stats. I mean, you can yeah. say that. Like, he's not a third-round receiver based on last year's stats. It's, like, his talent – and his, like, persona is, like, what's so damn attractive. And, like, Cleveland's, like, fucking shitting on his chest and his persona. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Crazy. Oh, yeah. That's uh, Nick, Nick Chubb for – I mean, obviously, I don't I don't really care for Nick Chubb. Like, I was telling you guys on the pod – or off, off the pod. Like, last year, Nick Chubb was a top five running back for, like, the six or eight weeks or whatever Kareem Hunt wasn't in. As soon as Kareem Hunt came back, he was top 25. Yeah, but sober Garrett trusted the fucking professionals. No, I was drunk during that. Drive. That was my strategy. So you sobered up six hours later. We're just as drunk. What's that? You were sober at the end of the night. Oh, I know. I wasn't. So you were drunk at both times. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right. <laughs> See, that pixel just baffles me. But it is what it is. Can't do anything about it. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm interested to see practice um, tomorrow. About Godwin, because if anyone saw that hit, that that had to have been a had to have been. So I'm interested to see what happens with that. Um, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are just a match made in heaven. That oh, Jesus Christ, especially with Rodgers coming out and saying that he's going to be more aggressive to expect more picks because of his aggression. Aggression, it's dude, that's going to be disgusting. 
Well, like I said in the group me, it's only fitting that Devontae Adams literally scores as many points as he did for me in six weeks last year when I <laughs> traded for him. Like, it's just like, whatever. I and mean, he had a hell of a week. It's hard to beat a guy who has a guy go for 40 and another guy go for 38, you know? So, yeah. it, it's, I mean, you can't really expect to win. But when you score 145, you're definitely in your head thinking, that's enough to win. Like, you know, and what I'm most, sitting there most like. weeks it is. Yeah. Sure. I mean, honestly, Dakota last year would not have handled this week thing. Even with pick and win. Dakota like, last year would have been upset. Dude, I feel like I've I've matured a little bit here. So I you've, feel you've like grow, you've grown out of your reverse uh jinx a little bit. I, I told say. Garrett like do you know how hard it was to see literally at one point like twenty one extra points on my team and then they all of a sudden just all taken away. Like literally the touchdown from Kyler, like and then within like two minutes the touchdown from Kamara, and then within two minutes after that a fucking two kneel downs when the Niners didn't even have to call a timeout. They just fucking did it. Like, fuck the Niners. I hate them even more now. <laughs> so, and, and so do you think that they should change it so that kneel downs <laughs> count, like, sacks where they don't actually count yeah. as rushing yards? because he didn't try to fucking run. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know he didn't try I, to pass I, it, I, I do agree with that. But that dude, is kind of bullshit that that takes away yards. And you know what's even more fucked? He could have had 109 fucking yards and still lost the bonus because they fucking kneel it from the shotgun, dude. Yeah. That's I the think, most I think hilarious thing be, ever. I think there needs to be some point changes. I think safeties need to count for more. Yeah. Muff I, punts should absolutely count for more. Yeah. Like, in my opinion, like, just like, fuck, dude. Like, he literally lost 10 yards rushing just to win the game. And it's like, how does that negatively affect me? I mean, not that they give a fuck about me, but so much. It's like, damn, the world hates me. But anyway, um, so, yeah, but I, I like my team. I think my running back duo is just as good as anybody in the leagues with Kamara and Jacobs. I truly believe that the, any week they can compete with any other duo. Um, and when Galladay's back, I truly love my team. Uh, I wish Dobbins had a little more carries. He had those, He's getting goal line touches. That's really all I need. So I'm happy with that as well. So in Slayton, I think I have a really good bench at this point with Galladay slotting in, moving Judy or Ruggs. I'm probably Judy down. I think Ruggs kind of proved himself as a bigger play guy than Judy, but he played a worse defense too. Tennessee is a pretty good defense. So it's one of those I kind of still got to play week by week to see how those guys progress. So Would you ever slot either of those over OBJ? Two more weeks from now? Hell yeah. I, okay. I mean, in my opinion, I think – I like I've that told, call. I actually I, agree with you. Yeah. I like that call. I've told multiple people, like, if OBJ doesn't have a good year this year, I don't think he has another one. Well, I have one thing to say about Slayton is I think he got a bit inflated because Tate didn't play Golden Tate. I think when Tate comes back, that Slayton goes back to... Hey, all I'm saying is read Slayton's fucking... I kind of disagree with that, Barber. Yeah. I think Slayton is is, uh, is is the guy that... Danny Dimes is going to go to. Dude, they came in the same draft class. They went every rep together last training camp. Last year, like I said, Slayton had the third most touchdowns in the league, and he was a rookie. We'll see. And last night he scored two. He looked good, so we'll see um, for sure. Uh, as far as Rodgers and Adams, well, I don't doubt them. I do doubt this. I think this might be the best it's, game it's, they, they have yeah, all year because I, because the Vikings have probably I agree with five that. Secondary. Like, we all said it other than Cook. The Minnesota fucking backs are awful. See, like, here's why. I, I think they're going to be good together. I don't know if they're going to be that good. I don't think, like, Rodgers could have another week like that, but I think it's way more likely Adams has a 58-point week than Rodgers has a 42. I mean, I firmly believe Adams is wide receiver one. I could see him blowing up every week. Not Like, so Adams much. could get 
Adams could get three touchdowns a game. I don't think he has 14 catches a game. I think he'll have more seven and like three TDs or something, which equals out. But I think Devontae, I mean, I've seen him put the 38, I feel like, all the fucking time. I uh, think, yeah, I, I think Devontae definitely has more of a shot for like that, more so than Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, when, when you only have when you only have one receiver, it's like, of course, that one receiver like is going to do well. But Jones catches some balls. <laughs> we'll see. Do you think Lazard is actually coming into his own? Uh, faster than I thought he would. Yeah. I think MVS is also going to be okay as long as they uh, stick with the whole aggression thing because he's a speedster. So I'm pretty be aggressive. Be aggressive with a speedster. Yeah, I'm not happy with my bet so far with Matt. Fucking his guy hasn't played, and I'm still only up 1.9 fucking points. That's good, Evan Ingram. <laughs> fucking loser. <laughs> You were so high on Evan Ingram during the. Day. Not even really. I just don't think Damian Harris is shit, and I hate the backfield. Like <laughs> you had like a fucking half hour argument with uh, Kale about Evan. I Ingram. logged off the Zoom because Kale upset me. <laughs> One, me and Kale Bro, got in the weird argument. Left? We got in a little tiff. Not real. Not real. But like he was drunk, and I was like, like no motherfucker, like you're wrong, and I was upset, <laughs> and then. You guys started playing poker and y'all fucking turned your backs to me and I fucking was just staring at your fucking <laughs> backs and I was like, well, fuck this. I'm getting off. Fuck hell. Like, I was wondering where the fuck you went. Yeah, peace fuck out. Went eight and smoked some more weed. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps up the week one matchups. Uh, we're going to get into the new segment. We got the Captain America's Big Dick Performance of the Week presented by Dakota and Garrett. Um, it's actually, I don't mean to interrupt you or anything, but it's actually just the Captain America Performance of the Week. Uh, we're not going big dick performance. We're just going performance. It, that's that's the pre- premise, but it's just Captain America performance of the week, aka the out of nowhere big dick performance of the week. I don't yeah, know. We kind of tweaked. We'll have to vote on that one because no one expected a dick pic guy, right? No. So the thought of it is, you pick a guy. It can't be within like the first four rounds drafted who unexpectedly blew up that week. Yeah, who dropped their nuts and said, look at me, I'm the fucking guy. And had that big old veiny fucking, fucking oh my god, that thing, dude. Fucking, <laughs> that fucking veiny fucking clip tickler, dude. That thing. I did not expect that fucking picture from Matt. I found it. I'm the one who sent it to Matt. <laughs> so, of course you yeah. fucking did. Yeah, I found that shit on Reddit. I was fucking scouring. I was like, I gotta see this dick. There's fucking making Twitter a fucking blaze, you know what I mean? I was like, that's dick. So, like, what's fucking... the backstory? I never actually looked into it. He literally just leaked his own dick pic. And then there's another picture of his face. It's like a face shot, like a, like a screenshot of his face. And on the bottom, it was like almost like word art from back in the day. And it said, like, guard that pussy. <laughs> Because I saw I saw he tweeted out either today or yesterday or something. He was like, "Now that I have your attention, go vote on November 3rd. Yeah, and that was actually pretty funny. I got a lot of traction too. So, but yeah, so the new weekly segment is the Captain America performance of the week, which is like I said, known as the out of nowhere big dick performance of the week. And me and Garrett came to a pretty quick consensus, I'd say, on this one <laughs> with uh, Josh Allen. He definitely dropped his nuts and said, "Look at me this week." Uh, put the Bills on his back, led Garrett to a victory. Picked up all the free agent wire, not even drafted. I think that's a pretty pretty awesome thing. So our second place was who, Garrett? Calvin Ridley? It was, yeah. And like I said, he he was still kind of more of a top player. but He, he was drafted in out. the fifth round, though. So. Yeah, and he, he balled out, as we said. And I think what plays a little bit of a factor, too, we were talking is winning. Obviously, you kind of want to have your guy on a winning team that week, which kind of narrows it down even more. So it could be hard to find some people some weeks, but – this week's easy with uh, Josh Allen. He had a winning team, big dick performance I, of the week. 
And I believe me and Kuhn came to the agreement that uh, the whole thing this is based around is whoever has the most big dick performances at the end of the year is going to be, Kale has to buy that jersey. Yes. That jersey we- is going to be a new superlative that we give to the champion to wear to draft. Yeah, because had the big dick. they had the big dick. They won yeah. the championship. But and Kale the has to fork over some money. Exactly. I told Gary. So the best part is, is Kale's going to have to buy a jersey. Fucking agree. So now, what's is funny great. is for it to be universal, the jersey has to be a three X, right? Like, <laughs> I am not winning the league and rocking a three X jersey. All it has to be, bro. It has that to be exclusive. The exact opposite of big dick energy. Swimming Do not fat shame me. It is twenty twenty. It has to be inclusive. Well, I don't think you're winning, so I think we're fine. We're not going to get the jersey that fits the one kid in the league. You know, <laughs> I, I think more people can fit into a large and can fit into a fucking triple X. I'll put like, it on my arm. I'll put it on my arm. Technically, I guess we can fucking all fit into a triple X. So I retract my statement, but no one wants to fit into a triple X. So it's like a big coat. What do you mean? I don't want to wear a coat in the middle of fucking September. Alrighty, All right. so that, that wraps up the Captain America <laughs> Big Dick Performance of the Week. And I like how that rolls off the tongue, so I'm going to call it that. But, uh, <laughs> that's but it has to continue, boys. If you're on yeah, the pod next week, week, you have to continue this because you don't lose out. Kale has to pay for the jersey. It doesn't matter. Yep. Another award to win, too, as a champion. Who doesn't like yep. that? Who doesn't like that at all? All right, so our... Uh, our first matchup of week two that we're going to preview is going to be Kale versus Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang, fuck oh David Cook. Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang. <laughs> All righty. Um, it actually gets better the more you say it yourself. Maybe, <laughs> Cookie, maybe you're on with something here, dude. Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang. That's pretty fun. I hate you. I just hate when he says it. God. Oh, he has to do something about that. Goonie Gang, Goonie Gang. Himself. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, right. this is a big matchup uh, for the divisions. Two one and O's going up against a division, uh, going up against in a division matchup here. What are you thinking here, Coon? Put me on the spot first. So you can do some more research. Okay. Um, he has Miles Sanders back in. I like that. Uh, I think that's a big addition to Kale's team. Obviously, with the, the high draft capital we put into him, they're also uh, getting well, back to their offensive lineman too. Yeah, that, that's true. Uh, Lane, like Lane Johnson. His matchups actually look pretty favorable, with the exception of uh, Fuller versus Baltimore. Um, and actually, the Rams didn't look bad against Zeke. Zeke didn't do as well as I thought he would, even though Zeke's still Zeke. Uh, I just don't. Is Devontae Parker fucking good? I think he's talented, but is he good? He's hurt, isn't he? He, he is hasn't. Right now, he's yeah. questionable. He's in Kale's starting lineup right now, and that's why I'm asking. I don't think he's playing. Oh. It looks like an av- aggravated hamstring. Yeah, I, I just. Cook's team's just not. Uh, I, just, I don't even like Mostert. Like I said, any running back committee by three, stay the fuck away from him. I don't know. Like McKinnon's back, and they liked him before he got hurt last year. So who knows? I, I honestly think Kale wins, even though he's projected lower. I'm going to go Kale with this one. Let me look at the matchups. I will agree with you, actually. I do like Kale's matchups a little bit more. I will also say, though, Christian Kirk's a bum. <laughs> All right, continue. <laughs> I think Nothing he, more he, needs to be said. He might get dropped, I would assume, if Kale's smart, because he's probably not worth rostering at this point. But <laughs> I saw, I watched that whole Cardinals game, and like Kirk just looked like a fucking dead fish in the sea, man. Like lost in water, man. I mean, if there's one game to start him against, it's probably against Washington. What do you mean? They're one zero. Yeah, the football team, <laughs> against the Philadelphia tradition. Eagles. 
Yeah, yeah but they, they have a good defense. They have the a Eagles defense. are two years removed from a Super Bowl. That's a fucking tradition-setting win for Ron Rivera and the football team of Washington. Football team of Washington. <laughs> Guys right. coaching with cancer. Put some respect on the name, for real. Got some IV at halftime just to be able to coach the second half. <laughs> Gary thought I got real for a second. Gary was, I was, I was over here shaking. Jared's like, oh shit, he brought up cancer. We can't talk about that. Yeah, we problem. can't. We can't joke about cancer, bro. We can joke about AIDS. We can't. This joke is twenty twenty. Like uh, more people Fuck. outside our league listen to this. Like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next matchup. We got Kale winning the first one. We're gonna move on to Warner versus Yogi. I mean, can we just skip this? <laughs> yeah. Do we have to talk about this one? Warner, stamp it. Yep. <laughs> Cert- uh, certified stamp of Coon and Brian. Yep. All right, let's talk about Yogi's team real quick and any kind of matchup that he could actually. Like, if McCaffrey gets 40 versus Tampa and, like, Wilson gets 40 versus New England, I still don't think he has a chance to win. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly. James Conner's not playing. But Yogi is going to pick up Benny Snow. I bet, I'll bet any money. And then he has Adrian Peterson he can throw in. But I think Time Ingram... Ingram is Yogi, where is probably, he at in the waiver? I don't know. He should be near the top. No, he shouldn't. He's near the bottom, isn't he? Yogi's he ace. started at 10. Yeah, Yogi's ace, so he's not getting oh, snow. He's not getting anybody. Yeah, so he, he's team just stinks. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we can just say stamp Warner and not spend time on this. Let's move on. Uh, yeah, good. We're going to move on to my matchup versus Matt. I personally think this is going to be a pretty good matchup. Might be the best one of the week. Um, just as far as not maybe scoring the most points, but as far as it probably is pretty pretty close between our teams this week at least. What do you guys think? Well, you gonna play a kicker? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, you know you. You always have those weird strategies. That I gotta ask. Um, I personally, let me look at the matchups just really briefly here. Um, as you can tell, I really did my research. I. I it's a fucking toss up. It's really all really Yeah, I just gotta go. Oh my goodness! So one thing that I'm actually looking forward to—not that I necessarily think it's gonna like affect any matchups or anything—I'm just excited to see Kansas City's offense play on that fast turf in LA because everyone's talking about how everyone's faster on that turf, and I just want to see Kansas City's wide receivers. They don't need to be playing on turf when they're playing that Chargers team right now. Derwin James is hurt. (laughs) Patrick yeah, Mahomes is going to win true. you the game. I make my decision. I think Edward, Edward Solaire has a good game, but I think Mahomes blows up truly. I just there's no secondary in the charge in LA right now, at least for the Chargers. So ah, wait, David Johnson. The, plays yeah, the only I was just about to bring that up, Kim. The only thing that gives me the edge towards Matt is David Johnson has to play against Baltimore. You know what? I retract said previous statement i fuck i don't know this is a tough i I told you it's gonna be a good matchup either way and you're both oh and one i think the heart of the team says a lot because you both need this win so oh shit you guys are both decent managers you guys make good moves i'm gonna go with matt damn me and coon have agreed three for three so far dang so you guys got matt going um, the only thing that I'll say is, is an X factor. I would probably lean Matt too, just at, if you're going consistency wise, he doesn't have any bad matchups this week. So, mm-hmm. uh, well, I, I mean, like I said, the only reason I Matt over you is because you have one bad matchup and he has not. Yeah. Right? Like, so I think the X factor, well, and I like chart better than Deontay Johnson against Denver. Denver's defense is sneaky good. So the, uh, the X factor I'll say for both teams is Matt Ryan versus Dallas. Um, 
if that's if Dallas is able to get to Matt Ryan and everything, and he has one of his Matt Ryan games where he doesn't do anything, or he could blow up for forty because it's Matt Ryan. You know what I mean? I mean? If Matt Ryan, oh, he could very well just be throwing fifty-four times again, though. He that, could. I mean, that's yep. the key blame for Atlanta, right? Like, yeah, yeah, like I said, that's the X factor, though. I think if if Matt Ryan puts up thirty points, Matt probably wins, like thirty or more. But if he puts up or puts less than thirty, I think I have a good chance to get him. Uh, yeah. T.Y. Hilton versus Minnesota. It'll be yeah, interesting that, because if, be if T.Y. can blow up, that'll that could also yeah. put it over to me it, i mean that's that's the game he's going to blow up in yeah exactly. exactly i really think i really think matt is going to end up with fant back on his team in the waiver wire the fifth one i think he used the waiver on him I did he drop him out. was he the last one to drop him and he never yeah but he waivers? was he was on waivers before waivers that doesn't okay. matter does it well i'm saying because like i dropped uh, malcolm brown i can't pick up Mal- malcolm brown because so he I might not be able to pick up fan anyway. Okay, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, because fan, fans playing Pittsburgh, so that might not even yeah. be a good start anyway. Because Henry's playing KC, that could be a better start anyway, in my opinion. So it's not really changing anything there. I don't think. I also yeah, like Jonas Smith. Still. I like Jonas Smith versus Jacksonville probably too. Yeah, what did Jonas do last night? He, oh, he actually did pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. Well, yeah, we we talked about fan before the game last. Night. He might just be convinced with Jonu because he was talking him up before the game, so he might just stick with Jonu. I do like Johnny Smith as a tight end, so I'm I'm okay. I'm alright. Right, so, so you both got Matt. I think we we all agree it's going to be a close matchup, though. Oh, for yeah. sure. So we're going to move on to Garrett's matchup versus Starner. Um, right now it's one thirty one to one thirty three for Starner, but I think that's probably going to switch. <laughs> I think this closer. is a wrap too. I think Garrett takes it easily just because of Starner's injuries. If I isn't playing, no yeah, way. I love my matchups uh, more than his. And Michael Thomas isn't playing, and he really doesn't have anyone else to put in for him. Yeah, I, but I will say, when Sutton and Thomas are back for his team, I think his team has a chance to make a run at the end. I, I think it so just, as well. It depends on which when when they come back. That, that's it's, that's my. If it's three weeks, he has a shot. And Jonathan right, Taylor exactly. is yeah. more than the guy now with Mac down for the year. I mean, Hines is going to take away some. But I mean, Taylor had six fucking catches himself. It's not like they're not throwing in the ball. Yeah, and I think. Uh, Ty or uh, Tyreek Hill can have a big game uh, versus the Chargers this week. I yeah. like CD Lamb a lot. I think he's going to end up taking that number one spot by the end of the year. I I wouldn't be surprised over Cooper, but I think it's going to be one of those things where it goes back and forth between those two. And Gallup I'm not too. Lie. Uh, his stats don't show it, but like the Raiders heavily involved, and he looked great, Darren Waller. Like, his stats don't show, but I watched that game because of Jacobs, and, like, Darren Waller looks very, very Do not good. get Barber talking about Darren Waller again. <laughs> Fuck sick. Yeah. You know he was a drug addict before? <laughs> I, I didn't. No, I did So, anyway. Um, I don't like Deshaun Watson against Baltimore. I think that's a wash. Yeah. I love, love Josh Allen against Miami. Oh, my God. That just makes me drool. I mean, it's basically the same matchup that we saw versus Cam, except Josh Allen predict has probably better wide receivers, right? To throw, yeah. yeah. So uh, probably right, going to be pretty similar to what Cam did. Yeah, Garrett, next one. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, so you guys are four for four. We're going to go to DK versus Warner, where I think it might get a little, uh, little unexpected on who we we pick here. I, I guess. So who who you got, DK? 
with or how you thinking, game. How you thinking about it? I think my X factor. Or sorry, it's DK versus Brown, not DK versus yeah. Warner. Yeah, I just lost to Warner. Um, I think my I mean truly, I think the true X factor in this game is if Galladay plays. Do you think he will? And I, if I if he does, if he does, do you think he's going to be at full strength with a hamstring injury? Yes, because I was surprised he didn't play this week, and I think if they rest him, fully healthy. So, do you also think that look, we already talked about this, but Slayton, if Tate comes back, do you think he is uh, flex worthy over a guy like Judy? Yes, or Dobbins even. Especially with Judy playing Pittsburgh, yes. Uh, Ruggs would be the guy that against New Orleans. But I, I tell you pre-pod that I think New Orleans Saints defense is very, very good. We were talking. I said Saints offense looked not good. Like they, like they had short fields that they capitalized on off Brady's picks and stuff and a pick six. But it wasn't that the Saints offense on the game it was definitely the Saints defense. So uh, Kamara got his because of touchdowns and things like that. Michael Thomas didn't get his. Breeze didn't look that good. So, like, the defense won that game. And Ruggs, I kind of am scared with Jacobs, but I think Jacobs beats no matter what because he is their offense. I watch him in this Carolina. Everything's based off Josh Jacobs. All their passes are pretty much play action off of him. He is the, like, tone setter, and they ride him. Gruden loves him. I might consider Dobbins against Houston up there in my flex as well. But, yeah, even if Tate comes back, I like Slayton. Everything I've read uh, coming up to the game last night is he's Daniel Jones's guy, and he was third in the league last year in touchdowns, and he had two already against Pittsburgh, one of the top defenses. So I think he's going to have a good year. Would you uh, play him over a guy like Galladay if Galladay is actually a game-time decision? It's coming down to it, and they do end up playing Galladay, but it's a hamstring. He could go out in the first quarter, or you could just they, take the safe guy. If I don't re- if I don't read a report that he's on a snap count, I'll play God. And I would also probably just play Dobbins over Slayton personally, just because. Yeah. He that's has the touch. He has the touchdown upside. Yeah, he's getting goal line touches against a Houston D. That again, uh, I think Baltimore is going to shred. I mean, I can't name another really many players on the Houston defense other than JJ, and I feel like I can should be able to. So, Garrett, can you name anybody? Yeah, I. Uh... I think this matchup is going to come down to Chicago. No, I said, can you name anybody? Oh, I'm sorry. He wasn't listening to you. I really wasn't. Usually don't. I usually just tune him out. What'd you say? I'm sorry. I said, name a person on the Texans defense other than JJ Watt. Can't do it. (laughs) Me neither. Continue. What do you have to say about this matchup? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, I kind of just like fucking phased out there. Hey, fuck you, Coon. Yeah. Let's talk about this matchup. (laughs) Uh, So I think this game comes down to Chicago. Right, like Chicago Giants game. I like like neither of you have really tough um, matchups other than like Chicago, like like Barkley against Chicago, and if you keep in Slayton against Chicago, like Detroit didn't really pass well against Chicago, but Adrian Peterson obviously went off for like a hundred yards. So I think it comes down to that realistically. Yeah, Uh, that's true. Not gonna lie, I just did the same thing to you you did to me because Selena came in the room. So what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're really killing it this podcast, guys. I really, I mean, like, yeah, that's true, dude. Yeah, and then you did anything. Really every, every everyone up. else heard it. We don't have to dwell on it. I right, cool. think I'm gonna give my slight edge to Brown only because I think Barkley. So does what? Run well what, if Kitt, what if what if Kittle doesn't play though, and Brown has to pick up some rando off the tight end market? I mean, even if you get 10 points from a tight end, 
That'll yeah, play. I think good I think ten is very very good for any. That's what tight I'm saying. It's, it's good. Like that's that's my benchmark for tight ends. It's but like, I don't think. Just so you guys know. What's that? He came back. In, Kittle's playing. He came back in and played the full second half yesterday. He'll play. Is he? Okay. There's so. no way he plays the whole second half on a fucked up knee and then doesn't play next week or else the Niners are just fucking stupid. Well, who was it that played uh, someone on like a hurt? Like he was hurt and he was like, I probably should. Oh, was it Gaze? I think he was. Uh, like, Golden State Warriors with Kevin Durant in the finals. No, it was Gaze. He, <laughs> pl- he played his running back who was hurt and now he's played Frank Gore or whatever. Oh, he played uh, Lady. Yeah, he played uh-huh. Le- Le'Veon when he was hurt. He's like, yeah, we knew he was hurt. Put him back Hell in yeah. any- anyways. Well, yeah, go hurt. out there and die for us, then we'll fucking cut you. <laughs> then he got hurt even worse, and he's like, oh, I probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think Brown could win this week, and I could be owned too, which is crazy, because I actually do really like my team. Like, Kyler, I mean, shit, dude. He can literally score, like, 35 any week. That kid is fun to, like, watch. Run yeah, it's fun to actually, like, have him on my team and, like, watch him, like, <laughs> I was watching Sunday the Cardinals Niners and I was like a Cardinals fan just because one I hate the fucking Niners as a sitter. I do too. But that's the only calls because... a timeout. The game's over, dude. Fucking take <laughs> it out like a man, fucking Kyle Shanahan, you little bitch. Like, uh, I've always hated the Niners because back when Cap was on the team, he always had the Packers number. It just always beat him. It pissed me off. I do like. I've your, hated I personally like uh, Dakota's matchups a bit more. I think. Just kind yeah. of look, looking at it, because Saquon still has to go up against Chicago, and Carson has to go up against New England. I think New England. I mean, you just saw what AP did against Chicago, though. and it's a, Saquon's better than AP right now. Yeah, but dude, yeah, but look Chicago at the actually line. has a good offensive line, like decent. That's fair. I that's that's I a fair point. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. So we'll, we'll have to see. I go. I'll go. Me. I will give the slight edge to Brown. So we're four. We're four for one on agreement here. And I'm happy that's the one you disagreed with, to be honest. So basically, <laughs> whether Dakota wins or loses determines who won the pick. Yeah, so. I, I honestly just can't go on two, so I'm trying to will in good fortune here for myself. I also don't see Brown dropping New England defense, and I think Seattle Sunday Jordan, Night Football. He needs to drop that fucking defense. Like yeah. I said, Brown's bench isn't strong. Yeah, there's not much to change into. Nah, yeah. Whatever He got screwed with Fournette, like. He really did, Julie. Yeah. Because he had a great bench, and then all of a sudden, like, because Breida and Fournette, like, that's pretty solid, like, preseason. And And I mean, Rojo looked pretty decent, like. Yeah, like, it's probably not going to go to Fournette. Like, Fournette did not look good at all. Unless. Like, you look, you watch that game, you see the carries, like, Rojo. It could also just be that he didn't know the playbook yet and wasn't into the offense, so we'll have to see how that goes. But for week week two, at least, it's not going to be Fournette. I feel like, though, with Fournette, like, he's almost like a guy where you're just like, power right, dude. Get through the fucking hole. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think when you put Leonard Fournette in, I don't think it's too complicated. I think you just literally say, let's run a power for Leonard. You know what I mean? Like, so, no, I think, look, I don't like anything to do with it, really. In my opinion, what Fournette should really focus on is basically just become Brandon Jacobs. Like, if he became that, just a guy you throw in there as a change of pace, just once, like, uh, Rojo kind of softens up the defense. You throw him in, and he just bowls some guys over like six plays in a row. That's I mean, it. He'll, he'll never That's see a thing. stacked box. Either. No, with all the weapons they have out with fucking Tampa Bay, he'll never see a stacked box. So honestly, Dude. throwing him in on like a third and fucking two and just gaining like five, six yards of carry. Yeah, and just keep on hammering on the defense. That's probably yeah. his. That if he could buy into that then that would be best-case scenario for Fournette. And he can definitely get touchdowns. Like, that's 100% something he could do. So, we'll have to see how that plays out. Um, 
Did LaShawn McCoy play at all? I don't. I, don't. I didn't watch that game fully, so. I didn't oh, hear anything him about quick. him, though. I want to look him up and see if he got any touches. He wasn't a scratch, I don't think. I think he actually, like, suited up. LaShawn McCoy, point seven points. He had one <laughs> target, one catch for two yards. What a fucking all-star. Hey, he's making that money still. And you know he probably needs it, being from Harrisburg. He probably burned all of it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know one NFL player from Harrisburg that's actually it. I guess Gary Gilliam is about it. <laughs> but how many players in the NFL are from Harrisburg? Like five? Yeah, yeah but still. Many. Was it uh, running back for the Cardinals? The one dude, cornerback from the Lions who got arrested. Is CBE uh, considered Harrisburg? Yeah. It's it's close enough. Whatever. Gary I, mean, I don't even know. That's all I'm asking. I don't think it is. I would like. I mean, I would consider in this conversation Harrisburg. Yeah, the, the Harrisburg. Like if you're if you're talking to, if you're talking for, to somebody outside of Pennsylvania, you're not going to say, "Oh, he's from CD East." You're going to say he's from Harrisburg, the state capital. So. Yeah. All right, Garrett. That's, the same. That's how I look. At it. <laughs> I'm not arguing. You might what, be right. What, what do you What do you tell your friends out in Denver where you're from? You're going to say fucking Boiling Springs. I say Probably. Carlisle, bro. I was going to say well, he says Carlisle for sure. A lot I, of people here actually from the Northeast. Okay. I mean, not, you realize, people like, live, most yeah, people, from people Denver, out there. Yeah, aren't like born and raised in Colorado. Yeah. Most people I meet are from somewhere, and a lot of people are from the Northeast. All right, well, that wraps up the matchups. Basically, it just comes down to whether Dakota beats Brown on who wins the uh, the head-to-head there. But that wraps it up for the podcast. Anything? Uh, any last words from you guys? No, it was a good time. I'm, uh, I'm chilly, yeah. yeah, I was just wondering if we had any more bets going into this week. Doesn't look like anything other than season long ones that matt's a part of every single one of them <laughs> Pretty dude much. he's just like a gambler man <laughs> i'm expecting to have a point bet like text hey you want to do a point bet let's do a bet uh over under week four he makes a trade that makes his team worse it depends if he talks to me or not, I guess, because we made like six <laughs> trades last year. It's true, yeah. We, we made both? one of the biggest ones. Well, you, you know he's going to make a trade. Now, whether he's seen yeah. worse or better is for the question. He definitely, but he definitely will make a trade. Okay, sure. here we go. Over under week four, Matt makes at least a four person trade. Let's go five person. person. We'll say five person just to make it interesting. I would say under. Yeah, I would definitely say under. True, and that's crazy to think that like in the next three weeks he's gonna make a five person trade. So that's just kind of like wait, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> You're saying it's like it's gonna happen that there's gonna be he a five person trade. All he right, will. well, thanks for listening. Um, good luck in week two.